to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 216, Terror of the Autons. My name is John, and joining me as he does every time we hit people with cars and they tumble down the quarry and they're fine, it's okay, guys, they didn't die, is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Pretty good. We're going to talk about Terror of the Autons today, and I laughed yes. out loud at least three separate times while watching this um yeah this was <laughs> this was a, a a story i didn't realize i needed when i picked it out oh my goodness this uh yeah this was a lot of fun and and we're gonna get into it a little more um but uh how you doing um i'm here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm uh, really i'm i'm okay there's you know 2021 is kind of picking up where 2020 left off and yeah you know there's there's some stuff going on that i'm like was actually really bummed about for much of the day uh but i i shan't share it here um i just reserve the right to do that yeah it's, and it's, that is your right yeah i'm okay don't worry about that listeners but yeah um but other than that i'm okay um you know things are chugging along I got stuck having to work today and work threw me a big old curveball. And I was just like, Oh my God, I'm so done with today. <laughs> so done with today that I am recording with a Kona longboard Island logger in my hand. And that's just going to get me through. How about you, my good friend, John? <laughs> um, I had today off. It is <laughs> Martin Luther King jr. Day today. So uh, ha- had the, the work day off. I was mentioning to you, earlier a uh, bit of a just a weird day it Noth- really was just in feeling wise um, yeah nothing like out of this dimension happened but it like i was recapping my day to you and i'm like yeah it just felt like a weird day it also felt like a very long day yes um because i had been up you know i did have the day off but i was up at like nine like i usually am <laughs> Uh, yes, and you were up at like six or something like that. Oh, I I, I was up and showered and dressed <laughs> by six. Yeah, I got I got your your early message because uh, we're trying yeah. we're trying to set up all this stuff for uh, all night at the living of the uh, all night with the living geeks. My goodness, <laughs> um, we're trying to which set- which you can now find on Spotify and everywhere else. And please go subscribe and listen to the trailer. Yes, absolutely. We are uh, we're hyped to uh, get that show off the ground and yeah. into the uh, the stratosphere. So we've got a, a custom art done by a friend of mine, and uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited ready to go. Yeah, it's I, pretty awesome. much, pretty much. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time for sure. But yeah, I mean, it felt like a very long day very weird day i don't know why it was it was for me it was just a day off basically yeah i i don't know i mean we were literally we're having like one of those like you know offshore wind events yeah. right so we've got like really really low humidity like eight percent humidity and high winds and i don't know if that just kind of kind of just stirs up the unsettledness around here at least but yeah yeah few people i know are like yeah today's today feels off today feels weird yeah just very strange i don't know i don't know what it is now yeah. it's also very hot here which is just annoying yeah dude it's like 90 again and it's like you guys on. have had some crazy weather now i've been in shorts the past few days but we've at least been in the like mid 70s and at night it does cool down a lot but the day mm-hmm. is just like i remember on I want to say Friday I was sitting uh, in here because this is where I also work and I had the the window not open. I had the, the blinds uh, pushed back because Henson likes to come in here and sleep on the carpet in the sun. And I was mm-hmm. like, why is it so hot? And then for the first time in a while, I was not the one that turned on the, the air conditioning. Lauren turned it on. She was like, oh, it's wow. really hot. And then I looked at the temperature and I was like, 92. Holy 
That's nuts. Yeah. Crazy. Climate change. Climate change is real, people. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I guess thank goodness for central air. Yeah. Which we got going on right now. You know how we do. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. So before we get to who news, uh, what's uh, what's making us happy this week? Well, for me, um, I listened to the uh, Big Finish production Masterful. Ah, yes. The one that's got all the different masters in it. Um, and it was it was a delight. Um, honestly, I, I feel like I need to listen to it a second time because um, for a fair chunk of the story, I'm like, okay, wait. Which which masters are interacting with each other right now? There's some that are very obvious that you can tell. Eric Roberts, yes, very obvious to tell. Uh, Michelle Gomez, very obvious to tell. Uh, John Sim and um, Derek Jacoby, very easy to tell. The other ones, they sound all very similar. So I literally had to actually look at the entry on TARDIS Wikia <laughs> to go. Okay, I'm at this part of the story. Oh, it's these masters that are interacting. Mm. And it's these masters that are interacting here. I'm like, okay, now I need to listen to the whole thing again. <laughs> so I get a better idea of who's with who and who's talking to who. But I, I will say this. I really wasn't sure. I mean, Eric Roberts, the TV movie master, I was like, oh boy, what's this going to be like? I am very excited now for his full on yeah, big finish adventure to come out in March because man, he, he sounds like he is right back in that role. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> I coming. loved it. Is that coming out soonish? Uh, March. There you go. March. It's coming out in March. Very cool. So yes, very excited for that too. So uh, that's that's making me happy this week. Oh, and and the fact that you know, hey, uh, you know, um, the insurrection didn't work. That made <laughs> me pretty happy. Yeah, I mean, now that I think about it, it's been what well, we do. The what's been making us happy this week, and um, I mean. We should change that to what has been making us happy for the past two weeks. Yes, uh, what's be- making us happy this fortnight? Because holy moly, yes, what has uh, it's been a it's been a whirlwind. It really has. There's so much has happened in the past two weeks. Yeah, realizing that we recorded on the fourth, Georgia had the special election on the fifth. <laughs> yes. The sixth was well, the sixth. Yes. And then we've had a whole extra week after that. And yeah, yeah I'm exhausted. I really am. <laughs> I I hear you. I hear you. That that day was just basically what happened was I start I started work, didn't really do anything. Uh, I, my boss who uh, is uh Ernesto, he used to host mm-hmm. he you know, OG host of this show. Yeah. And um and Yakety Cast. He is my boss, and he basically said, I'm having a real hard time concentrating on anything. And he just said, you want to play video games? <laughs> so we just uh, kind of, you know, effed off at the end of work and just did whatever, yeah. did whatever because, uh, yeah, there was no concentrating on, on any of that because it was just, yeah. or be, there was no concentrating because of that is what I should yeah. I, I, I start work fairly early in the day so that later in the day, if my attention is needed elsewhere, typically for family uh-huh. or the kids with school, yes. I can kind of be like, okay, I've gotten some work done. You know, it's okay if I take, you know, 10 or 15 minutes away here or there. So yeah, I got some stuff done and then all hell broke loose. And I'm like, I'm not getting anything done <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah. Again, it, it's not yeah. Probably. How how do you how do you focus on anything when when this happens? It's nuts. I don't know, and I didn't basically. Yeah. It was it was rough, but I mean, we got we got through it. Um, seems like oh, we had another impeachment too. Oh, oh My, yeah. Oh yeah. That you know that that, that, that also, as well. That also Good happened. God, I... Goodness gracious! Man. But what what's been making me happy over the yes. past the past two weeks? Um, I. I think if I really had to, today was nice. I played uh, Among Us with some friends from the Bay Area for a couple of hours. That was really cool. Um, what what else? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that that is uh, that's just making me happy in general. But I think I think we'll just go with that. That was a lot. Oh, you know what? You know what's making me happy? 
once again, mm. uh, our our good friend Mike Solko has outdone himself uh, because that's what he does. He he got uh, Marianne and myself. Uh, we all you know we're the the hosts of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG. Right. Right. Com, and uh, he got us a cameo from a wrestler named Danhausen. Uh, oh, okay. And Taylor, I might send you some clips just so you can get a uh, an idea of who Danhausen is. I've seen pictures on your guys's twitters, um, so I, I, I have a vague idea. Uh, he he is uh, he's very funny. He's a very funny guy, and he got us a, a cameo from Danhausen, and it was very, it was very funny and very much appreciated. And uh, yeah, you know what? That's that's, awesome. that's what's making me happy this week. And that's I guess awesome. on top of that, uh, it sounds like both of my sports teams are might be making some big moves this week. So that is also might be is making me happy. Very cool. Yep. There you go. Nice. That's, that's everything. That's everything that is making me happy this fortnight. <laughs> All right, let's get into this Who News, shall we? Yeah, let's. There's actually quite a bit uh, to cover. And honestly, completely unplanned, didn't expect it. But uh, if you go to the show notes, you've got a link with a, a timely celebration of 50 years of the Master. Because one of the reasons we're doing Terror of the Autons right now is that this story aired this month. 50 years ago. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with the master, which is fine, that's okay. No shame. Go check out that link and <laughs> uh, uh, get caught up. There you go. On this excellent, excellent character. Um, the folks over at hero collector are releasing a set of pins uh, uh, from revolution of the Daleks. This is like a, I think it's like a six or seven character um, set of people, oh. well, people characters uh yeah seven cute um from the the jadoon prison uh, and they're all about they're actually about three and a half inches tall i mean it's a good size for a pin yeah they're uh, they're adorable yeah they're all they're all done chibi style so they're like you know kind of cutesy uh it doesn't launch until april but you can pre-order them now and uh, the link in the show notes will take you to the article that has a link to the Hero Collector website if you want to put your mitts on those. There you go. Um, now, John, I don't know if you picked up the Fourth Doctor, Tenth Doctor, like crossover big finish called Out of Time. I might have. I would have to. Ch- <laughs> I would have to check. I'll. I'll I let you it. know. I, I'm on. I'm cruising big. Big finishes. Oh, he's looking right now. Yeah, again, they, they've they've brought their uh, they they've brought their lock downloads back. Yeah, oh, uh, yes. <laughs> so I'm always making sure on Monday mornings to check out what that is. But next, out of time, they're they're doing another out of time title. It's going to be ten partnering up with five. Yes, Cybermen. Oh my goodness. Yes. That sounds awesome. Yep. I love it. Looking very forward to that. Um, that's definitely going to be one that I pick up. And I'm looking to see if they have given a release date for this one. June. June of 2021. There you go. I think we need to... Um, I think upcoming we should do a big finish. I think that would be... Um... That would be good. Yeah, I th- yeah. I think maybe 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 after uh, after next episode. Yes, yeah, so you know what? Okay. Yeah, let's just uh, pencil that in right now. We'll pick one. All right, we'll figure it out. Sounds good. Well, speaking of big finish, they have dropped the cover art for the first uh, instance the, the 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 first release, I should say, of the Ninth Doctor Adventures, and I'm I'm blown away. Absolutely love it. Yeah, this is this is Chris Eccleston's doctor through and through um, nice, darker, cool hues. I feel like Big Finish does a lot of reds and yellows and oranges. This is nice blue, wow. darker colors. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks amazing. Very, very excited for this. And and actually, this is coming out in May. Oh, of this year, May 2021. 
Well, well, I'll have to get. I don't think I actually pre-ordered, so I'll get that, and then we will. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to review that as well. Yeah, I, I, I think when that comes out in May, we, we might just have to be like, look, we're we're doing this now. We're doing it now because it is. It's what? It's the first new Ninth Doctor content in over fifteen years. Yeah, pretty much. So that's a perfectly good reason to do that. So yes, I'm, if I have not already pre-ordered that, I'm going to have to do that. Absolutely. Now talking about us, I feel like I, I feel like we have reported on this before, but this is being released as new news. Um, but there are some new, uh, target novels being released, uh, this year. And I, again, I feel like we've talked about it before. I feel like but we maybe, have too. You know, maybe it's just that they're, they've released the uh, cover art for all of them. They all publish on the 11th of March uh, this year, but we are getting novelizations of The Pirate Planet, which is such a great story. Yeah. Uh, Resurrection of the Daleks, which is a surprisingly violent Fifth Doctor story. <laughs> yes. Uh, Revelation of the Daleks. Uh, Sixth Doctor Story, the TV movie. Yes. Which, honestly, I might have to pick up because it does sound like stuff gets kind of fleshed out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, The Ninth Doctor Story, Dalek. The Eleventh Doctor Story, The Crimson Horror. And the Thirteenth Doctor Story, The Witchfinders. All this artwork is great. I love it. Yes. Yes. Also, remember The Witchfinders? Such a good story. (laughs) I loved that one. I did too. That, that one is so good. I did too. I liked that one very much. Um, so yeah, those come out in March. If you're looking for something to read, if you need something to read. Speaking of reading, I actually ordered the Roger Delgado biography today. Oh, nice. I'd been wanting to pick it up for a while, and I said, you know what? I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to find it, and I'm just going to order it and be done with it. There you go. Um, okay, so. <laughs> This next story, man, uh, Lisa Bowerman tweeted this out. Um, and then when I, what did I do? I quote tweeted it and I said, man, Sooty, the animatronic cat from survival sure has seen some shiz. Uh, she liked that. But if you remember oh that really horribly done animatronic cat in survival, yep. that looked real rough. Well, believe it or not, that prop survived. Um, it got in real rough shape, but a uh, company called Tom Spina Designs, uh, link in the show notes, um, they actually do prop restoration and stuff. And so they have some before and after photos on their site yeah, of is... restoring the animatronic cat referred to as Sooty. Goodness. Now, t- um, Taylor, defined survived because... <laughs> well, it, it didn't end up in a landfill. There you go. That's what I mean by survive. Yeah. Somebody somewhere said, you know what? I'm going to hang on to this thing, um, even though some of the before pictures truly are the stuff of nightmares. Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Yeah, don't, don't look at this article and these pictures right before bed and like do it in bright daylight. Um, but the finished product, I mean... They did a good job. It looks just as rough and uncertain as it did yeah. in 1989, which is what you would want in a restoration. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, that was just one of those things that popped up on my Twitter feed. And I was like, are you kidding me? Is this for real? And I'm like, yep, it's for real. I'm like, well, we have to share it. Yeah, we do. Holy moly. That's uh yep. <laughs> that is something. That is definitely something. And lastly, uh, this time dropping uh, news just today, a, a 1985, okay, 1985, Russell T. Davies. Note how I'm putting these two things together. A script he wrote and submitted to Doctor Who, submitted to Andrew Cartmel to try and get made into a Doctor Who episode, but didn't get made into a Doctor Who episode, is now going to be adapted for Big Finish. Oh, wow. And this is excellent. The article has got a bunch of the uh, tweets that Russell shared, um, I guess, on his Twitter during one of the um, uh, one of the tweet alongs. Yeah. And he happened to be just going through an old box 
and came across this script that he had written. And so he was sharing a few pages of it. And I guess Big Finish reached out and been like, hey, Russell, tell you what, <laughs> you want to get that made? Let's get that made. Crazy. So now, I will be very excited. Now, be very is, excited to see what that sounds like. Is this going to be McCoy? It has to be. Um, well, when he wrote it, 1985, that was six. Oh, so oh, it's, that's it's right, originally, yes. I think, a Six and Mel story. Oh, there's Mel. There it is. Yes. Yeah. Very uh, cool. Okay. I know. I know. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm totally on board with that. That's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Well, there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> there's another right? one. I will right. also say um, Big Finish. What, what was their free one today? Oh, it's a um, it's like a four companion adventure, it and I is. don't I remember had, the title off the top up. of my head. I had it up, and now it's now it's gone. But I will also say they do have the um, they still have like the ninety four free titles there that you can. Uh, oh, the 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 veil the veiled leper. I'm sorry, okay. the veiled leopard. There we go. Good. Oh yes, there it is. There it is. I see it now. Yes, the veiled leopard. Yeah, and then they also have still up the. They have a big finish for free collection. Ninety four titles. I have now finished downloading or adding all of the Doctor Who ones to my to my um, my account. So nice. Check, Very nice. You can check that out as well. All right. So this week we watched Terror of the Autons. Starring John Pertwee as the Doctor, Katie Manning as Joe Grant. Introducing Katie Manning as Joe Grant, by the way. Yes. Uh, Nicholas Courtney as the Brig. And introducing Roger Delgado as the Master. It was written by Robert Holmes and directed by Barry Letts. It first aired January 2nd to January 23rd, 1971. And it is the first story of season eight. And... I'm still scrolling. Holy moly. We've got a bunch of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. So, Taylor, take it away. We I, we will. We will. I will. It's been a day, folks. Uh, we love it. We love a good working title yes. around here. And this story had the working title of The Spray of Death. That would have been awful. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, the, the spray happens in the fourth serial. Or the fourth episode. Yes, the fourth episode, yeah. I would have been like just naming it creepy big-headed dolls. They, yes, they're, exactly. They're barely there, and Terror of the Autons is way better. Yep, covers everything in all four episodes. Absolutely. We're good to go. So this story is notable for not giving a screen credit to its director. It was, in fact, directed by the show's then-producer, Barry Letts, but BBC staff regulations in the 70s prohibited a staff producer from also receiving a screen credit for directing. I guess this was one of the ways in which producers were discouraged from engaging themselves to direct the programs they produced, as this was potentially open to abuse. Uh, Barry Letts obtained a special permission from his boss, the head of series and serials, to direct one story each season. Uh, because obviously he was being paid twice on such an episode, uh, once as the producer and once again as the director. Right. Um, so he literally sought special permission to do it. Um, and I think he did a great job this time around. Yes, absolutely. Okay. John, this evening you shared an excellent GIF <laughs> online oh uh, with, with the hashtag Mondays. Uh, and this it was very fitting for this Monday, that's for sure. So just to give you the fun story behind that, when filming the Doctor and Joe's escape from the Autons in the quarry in episode three, one of the cars accidentally rammed into the stuntman, Terry Walsh, who was playing one of the Auton policemen, and knocked him off the top of the hill he was standing on. What? Yes, that was not a dummy tumbling down that hill. Oh, well, no, I knew, to goodness person. I knew that. But is that the take? Yep. However, because he was able to stand up and continue the scene immediately, and due to the resulting fall being so spectacular, the incident was retained in the finished episode. Wow! Right? Oh man, that's crazy. So this, 
Yeah, this was a car which appeared to be driven at the Auton by Captain Yates. But for the crucial shot of the impact, another one of the stuntmen was actually driving it. He was supposed to just miss Walsh, but slightly mistimed the stunt. Wow. Yeah. That is insane. I assume when he got hit and he knew he was falling over, he went straight into stuntman mode. Oh, so I presume so, yeah. That is how he was. So that entire thing, him falling down the hill and then getting, getting back, right back up, up. Yes. Wow. That is awesome. Good. <laughs> Who is that? Terry Walsh? Uh, Terry Walsh. We salute you, sir. Indeed. Holy moly. Indeed. The Duggan Medal of Honor. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. I mean. We will. Holy moly. We will. All right. We will. Uh, in the scene where the troll doll, which is probably as good as me calling it a goblin, yeah. attacks Joe, uh, Barry Letts had intended to film a shot of the doll running across the workbench. Uh, however, Tommy Reynolds, uh, who is the guy in the suit right. on the CSO, uh, passed out due to the intense heat of being in the costume, oh. which is, I think, kind of ironic yes. because it's heat that kind of activates it. <laughs> just, so this idea had to be abandoned. Oh, no. Well, you know what? We also salute you, Tommy Reynolds, because, man, there you go. Good. Nicholas Courtney suffered a sudden illness, actually, and an attack of depression uh, during filming. I know. Um, So his dialogue was rewritten to reduce the Brigadier's involvement. Uh, A double stood in for Courtney on location with filming arranged so that the Brig was either seen only from behind, obscured by another character, or strategically at a camera shot. Uh, in fact, there's a scene in the finished program where Courtney's double is clearly shown to be wearing non-military white socks. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, though, Courtney was able to return to filming within a few days. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good. Um, and the story originally ended with the doctor uh, vowing that the master would stay on Earth until I destroy him or until he destroys me. But, yeah, the BBC's uh, head of serials, Ronnie Marsh, objected to this as it made the doctor seem a little too bloodthirsty. Mm -hmm. So it was changed to the doctor saying that he's looking forward to the next encounter, which makes him seem callous considering all the carnage. Yes. I mean, I I guess what are you going to do in that instance, you know? Right. You can't be like, well, I'm I'm he's still out there and I'm super sad about it because then it just ends on a bummer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you've got to have that kind of um, almost, I guess, kind of James Bondian, you know, oh, the villain is still out there and I can't wait to encounter him again. Yeah. He's cunning. Yes. A a battle of wits. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, lastly, Robert Holmes, uh, the writer for this episode or this story, claimed that the basics for the serial were all around him. A detergent company was giving away flowers. He remembered warnings about plastic bags killing children and plastic chairs and ugly troll dolls. They were all the rage at this time. Yeah. um, You know what? I'm going to insert another thing right here uh, now that you have read that to me. Um, And while I am inserting that into our talking points, uh, Taylor, you have a world famous synopsis for us. So take it away. I do. And. Keep in mind, folks, it was a rough day. This may not be my greatest work ever. Um, It's a whole new season when the master arrives at the circus looking to stir up trouble by both killing the doctor and allowing the nesting consciousness to invade Earth. But the doctor is wise to the wily ways of the master, and he's aided by his new assistant, Joe. Together, along with the lads from Unit, of course, they adventure through the circus sideshows, quarries, and car park flower giveaways in The Terror of the Autons, which aired 50 years ago this month. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm hearing you say all that. I'm like, yeah, we did go to a lot of places in this series. Absolutely. There was a lot going on in this story. And I just looked at the talking point you put in there and I wholeheartedly agree with it. We will talk about that. Yeah, we will shortly. We will get to that shortly. But, um, before we get to that overall feelings, Taylor, what'd you think? I absolutely loved it. It was devilishly campy. Um, it, it it just it was fun and bonkers and you know kind of scary but not really um and the other thing that i've got him overall feelings i'll save for that talking point because yes i had that same observation yeah i uh i didn't even did you write that i didn't scroll down and see yes I did. oh my goodness look, look at my overall feelings oh, 
I didn't even <laughs> scroll down. Like I am like wow. cut off at we kind of get that, and that's the last thing I see as I was as I was scrolling down. I didn't get past nice. that. There you go. Well, we're yeah. all well, we yeah. will get to that for sure. Uh, for me, I one hundred percent agree. I did mention at the top of the show. I laughed out loud three times at this. Um, yes, it was campy. Now that I know that stunt was not supposed to be a stunt, I my reaction to it, I feel, was correct. And I went, oh, my goodness, this man is just yep. going for it. And uh, he technically didn't have a choice um, in the matter, but uh, I'm glad he, he turned out okay. Yeah, uh, introduction of the master. I thought this was a great introductory story for not only him, but for Joe as well. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I I did thoroughly enjoy this this serial overall, but I mean, let's talk about Joe Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, entrance of Katie Manning to the series. Uh, I I thought this was a great episode for her to come in on. I thought we get the the doctor being like, "I don't need a new assistant. I'm so angry." And <laughs> Joe's like, "No, I know my worth. I'm I'm." I'm good. I'm good at what I do. It might not be what you're looking for, but I have been. You know, the one thing I didn't like was when the Brig was like, well, she has rich family members or something like that. Yes. That was because I up until that point, it seemed like he he knew she was good Mm -hmm. and he was just like waiting for the doctor to see it yeah but then he said that and i was like oh that sucks yeah that that was that's if it's one of those things where it's like it would be so nice if you just go just erase that one line yes because that really takes a lot of wind out of i mean she's she's really smart she's got cryptology she's explosives yes uh, uh, she she clearly knows how to get out of a, a a restraint yes that was great what a great little scene you know um and then it's like oh yes but she's also got family in high places so yeah that that was like yeah but overall i think great a great uh introductory serial for joe oh and she also like you know, we we do like a companion that doesn't listen necessarily. Uh, Absolutely, all the best <laughs> companions don't follow directions and because they end and up she's saving. Very the good at that. Yes, yes. Um, yes. And she smashed that strongman over the head with a vase and knocked him out. So, yep. You know, <laughs> but at the same time, I one of and this is early on it, after her introduction in episode one, where I think. Oh, the the little thing that the doctor is working on, like catches fire or starts smoking or something, and she grabs the fire extinguisher. Yes, and and she she puts it out, and the doctor shouts at her and calls her a ham fisted bun vendor. <laughs> yes, and I'm just like, what? I as far as insults go, that is excellent. I love it. I'm going to start calling people ham fisted bun vendors. Bun vendors. I mean. Uh, are they a bad? Do that, does that mean they're a bad? Yeah, I guess if I you. Guess. I, my understanding is that if if you are ham fisted, you're not very dexterous. Ah, makes sense. Yes, but now now I just want a ham sandwich because hams and buns and. But anyway. I mean, he should have taken that comment back after that she escaped. Uh, right. Yeah. Come on now, doctor. Right. But it I mean, he, been, sorry after, for calling you a ham fisted bun vendor yes, yesterday. Shouldn't have called you. Ham fisted bun vendor. I'm sorry. Um, it would have been. I told. You so. I told oh, go on, say it. Say what? I told you so. I told you so. I told you so, Doctor. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, Joe, just great. I really just love her. I'm gonna. I. The doctor told me not to do this, but I gotta go invest. Like she's investigating. She's investigating within minutes of meeting the doctor. When mm-hmm. uh, when she when she stands up into a bunch of stuff and knocks it over, and the master's like, "Here we go," basically. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 just minor spoiler for Masterful, Katie Manning is in it. Oh, great! So we get we get Joe Grant, you know, interacting with Missy of all people, which is oh wow, a delight. That's great. I love that. An absolutely insane delight. But yeah, this is. Joe is just like this 
breath of, of like fresh energy. Absolutely. That we need. I mean, she's, she's very positive, but she also knows her stuff. She knows when not to listen to the doctor. It's, it's a good, it's a good mix that we've got here. Yeah. And I also love, I mean, granted she, she was under the control of the master, but she punches that unit guy real hard and he falls over. (laughs) Yeah. So Joe's taking care of herself. It's good stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I loved that that scene where she goes. Funny, you should say that, and then reveals she has gotten out of the uh, mm-hmm. gotten out of the restraints. Love that stuff. But um, all right, I mean, we've been talking about Joe a lot, but we got another big debut in this episode, and uh, that is Roger Delgado as the Master. Oh uh, yes, holy moly! Just right, right. He lands, comes out of that. What do they call it? They have a name for it's not a Winnebago, uh, but they call it something. No, it's 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 a uh, it's like a like a horse truck. Ah, a horse truck. He comes out of that horse truck and is is immediately the master. Yep, immediately, and it It, is uh, it's great. It's absolutely great. Uh, Such a just outstanding performance through and through. And this is this has like every master trope that I could have hoped for and they're all mm-hmm. in his introductory episode. Yeah. We have the um him being in disguise, him hypnotizing people, him shrinking people down and putting them in lunch pails. Yes. It's great. Oh, using another um extraterrestrial being to try to benefit himself. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the good stuff all, through and through. And then we also we also at toward the end of the story we we get this um you know the master realizing that his plan is not going quite yes the way that he planned and he goes well crap now i have to work with the doctor <laughs> yeah and he and 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 he does it but then he still gets away and is still just kind of devilish and and so like right from the get go we get this oh these guys have a history. Yes, they're they're butting heads. They're equals and opposites at the same time. But when it ultimately benefits the master, if it knows it's going to save his skin, he will he knows, work yeah. with the doctor if he has to. Oh yeah, anything he knows exactly. Any, yeah, anything to keep on living the best life the master can live, which is uh, deceiving and murdering. And world domination, basically. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, you talked about him getting away at the end. And holy moly, does he does he uh, get away in insane fashion? Um, he basically makes... I, I am sorry. I cannot remember that guy's name that was with him. He was the owner of the, the, the plastic... Uh, or no, he wasn't the owner. He was the son of the owner. Oh, yes. Gosh, I don't know. Yes. What is and I don't name? remember his name either, actually. Um, and he he is having a hard time because he's under the control of the master, and but he's also kind of fighting it at the same time, and he's also kind of fighting with the autons who are like, "Come on, mm-hmm. come on, man, we have to go." And he's like, "No, we're n- we're not all here. We have to wait. My dad's not here yet. We have to go." Right, uh, and. He, uh, the master, basically disguises him as the master, and he's basically gunned down in a in a field, and then the master mm-hmm. tries to run over literally everyone with this um with this HR puff and stuff bus. Uh, <laughs> yes, and he just gets away. Well, I mean, he gets away, but the doctor has made sure that he cannot go anywhere. That's right, because he has stolen the master's dematerialization circuit. Yes, and I did think that was weird because the doctor, I I thought his knowledge of how to work the TARDIS was still not available to him. So how would he know to take that, and how would he know how to install that, right? That's a very good point. Because I feel as soon as they restore, I can't remember his if he got any of that back by the end. Of- 
Yeah. As soon as they restore it, he's he's like, well, let's go to space. But here it's just kind of like, I think I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I wonder about that. I wonder if there's any, I don't think there's any notes about that either. I didn't see any. Yeah, I'm scanning them real but quickly. Yeah, that might be a little bit of a plot hole right there. Oh, no. I did it. I found I found the plot hole unintentionally, but oh, did you? I guess. Um, yeah, uh, love the master in this. Oh, and he also at the end when he just that guy's running down the stairs. He's like, "Hello, who are you?" And he just gets karate chopped oh and falls God. like yes. forty five feet to his death. I love that they don't say yes. he's dead, and I think like Briggs like go get the ambulance people to. Make sure this clearly alive man is okay. I'm like that guy's yes. very dead. Yeah, don't you can't. No, a fall like that, and it was just it was so crazy because, like, when you see it on screen, like like the guy's coming down the stairs. It's a very narrow stair, so like obviously they're going to collide. You see the master do like a karate chop. You see it's just a blur. Like the guy, his head like goes like. 180 degrees from like one side to the other side. It's just like this sweep is whoosh. yes. And then you get the the mannequin, you know, tumbling off the uh, the tower. Yeah, and that was that was a crazy scene. It's insane. And what is it with Doctor yeah. Who in? I feel like radio towers because I feel like we right? have, we have a couple of those. I mean, most recently with Grace in in Jody's run. Yep. And then we also have yeah, the fourth. Yes, the fourth doctor falling off of one. Yep. And then we have this, which has some radio tower nonsense in it. A lot of radio towers. <laughs> radio tower nonsense. I like that. I mean, maybe that that could be the alternate title. I'm I'm kind of thinking maybe it needs to be. <laughs> there you go. Radio tower nonsense. Now. <laughs> Now there's there's something that happens at the beginning of this episode or the beginning of episode one or towards the beginning where the doctor hears mm-hmm. a TARDIS like noise and all of a sudden he turns around and there pops out of thin air. Uh, I'm going to call him oh God, Bowler yes. Hat Time Lord because he does That's, not have. Well, I call I call him. Go ahead. He, he oh I was just I I decided to call him the minister. Because ah, he the, looks like he belongs in the Ministry of Silly Walks. He, yes, uh, that's actually pretty good as well. I did click his name, and he is someone we've seen before, just played by a different... I don't know how they identified him or or what, but his his Time Lord name is um, Adelphi? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, see, I, I read through the plot, and I didn't see him named... They didn't, Did you they, look look at the credits? Was it in there? No, so they didn't name him in in the um in the plot, but it says <clears throat> um a time lord ar- arrives inconspicuously dressed in a discreet suit and bowler hat. And if you click yes. on I think it's Time Lord no Time Lord Messenger. So a Time Lord arrives and it pops up as it comes up and pops up as that character. So, um, I, oh, I okay. yeah, I don't know where, um, we make that connection, but it's, it's very strange because he comes and goes with the sound of a TARDIS and it's just weird because he does not travel into TARDIS. He just appears unless he's got Wonder Woman's invisible TARDIS. Oh, that would be interesting. I could see that. I could see that happening. <laughs> who knows i mean i just thought it was very strange because he appeared out of nowhere and was like hey doctor um you know sorry about banishing you and making you regenerate but also the master's here so could you like maybe deal with that thanks <laughs> good old time lord high council just being being a bunch of jerks yeah it's it's hilarious how this guy just kind of like pops in pops out I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what is going on? Yes. This story has everything. It we does. have elephants in a circus. Yes, the circus, which I, I'm surprised in Tardiswickia, there there are no notes about this circus that they attend. Um, you know, clearly yeah, they went no. on uh they went on 
location to film at a service mm-hmm. because either the doctor or someone who was the doctor's body double is hanging out with elephants at one point. Uh, very, very interesting. Right. And another interesting aspect that I I did not put in our talking points is this green screen is wild. They are just oh yeah, and this it. is back when it was blue screen. It wasn't even green screen. They're using it for everything, and even like things that I'm like, yeah. I don't I don't know if that was that was necessary. Now, granted, they are using it for our little goblin troll doll, which makes sense, right? Yes, that but, makes total sense. But there is one scene, and it's just a very like cutaway to scene, real quick, and it is of uh, the the man who is killed by the troll doll's wife, and it just cuts to her in yes. a kitchen, but it's clearly blue screen. Yes, which is like oh yes, 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 yes. It just seemed uh-huh. it seemed really weird and really out of place. Yeah, that that to me was the only. I mean, thing. unless for. Yeah, my only thought with that is that it was like maybe it was like a pickup scene later on. You know that that would make. They're like, oh, we should have this. Yeah, you know, and it's like, um, we the set's gone, but here's a picture of it. (laughs) All right, that's cool. Let's uh, let's CSO that. We took a picture of the set. Will that work? Uh, Fine, I guess. Yeah, it just felt. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So out of place. It was very weird. Very, yeah, very I, weird. I agree. And 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 our our troll doll, our our little yeah, plastic. Let's talk goblin about this is, goblin. Oh my god this this thing is. It's it's this not, thing is creepy. It's off putting. <laughs> like just it's very off putting. It very much so. Um, and I, I I thought it was hilarious. Of, of all the things that I noticed when when like the master is trying to get the head of this plastics company to like take the doll with him in his car. Like the master runs out to his car ahead of him, pops the door open, cranks the heater up. And I think maybe busts the knob off or something. Yes. And I, I literally had a moment not, not realizing what was going to happen. And I'm like, did the master just crank this guy's heater up? Like, is he just like messing with this dude's car? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, okay, I see why you did that. But at first, I'm like, what do you, what do you, what do you mess with this car for, man? Could you imagine if the master, like, in the first, uh, like, edit of the script, and it's like, and then he turns his heat up and makes that man mildly uncomfortable, and then there's just like he's doing yes. ridiculous things around, like, and then he unplugged the pencil sharpener and broke all their pencils. Just like really, <laughs> like it just inconveniences. But no, he uh, he sent a death baby. That's, that's exactly right. He'd be the inconveniencer. The inconveniencer. Oh, the where's death that? baby? Yeah, he sent the death baby to uh, to murder that man. Um, yes. <laughs> goodness. The, it. Where is the inconveniencer? Where is that time lord? Um, they probably caught him because he wasn't masterful enough That's to. Very, very true. Aren't you mildly inconvenienced? <laughs> Aren't you slightly bothered? Um, but this this troll this troll little baby thing. Um, I will say, I one of the other times I laughed out loud was when it attacks Joe, and that unit agent comes in and just shoots it, and it's just like, oh yes, cut to clay version of this evil baby thing and he's just shooting it and like its limbs are flying off it's very funny it is yeah yates just plugs it full of holes and yes. shoots its arms off and stuff and it's i don't know it's it, it might have been a little terrifying in 1971 but it's really just kind of hilarious 50 years later it's yes it's very funny um the autons also you know i i kind of wish we saw more of the autons throughout i know we got them uh in in an episode with nine but i feel mm-hmm. like um they could do some really cool things with the autons now oh now yeah absolutely i both I, with yeah. practical prosthetics and cg Oh my goodness! Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. I would, I would like to see the Autons make a return. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. And I did also find it absolutely hilarious that the doctor goes to open that safe and there's an Auton in it. He just opens mm-hmm. it and he's just like an Auton, huh? 
just puts it back in the safe. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yep. And I think one, la- one oh, yeah. last to- topic I have here is we have to talk about this um, killer inflatable chair, which is um, oh my god, absolutely hilarious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it really is because the master's like, look at this thing I have, and he's just like inf- inflating a chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, the guy, I mean, the actor, bless him, he's doing his best to be eaten by an inflatable chair. I look, I mean, does a pretty good job, all things considered. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. But yeah, it's it's hilarious. But, but I like, sure, inflatable chairs. I mean, like, I remember when those were a thing, and yes. yeah, what better way to kind of you know take a commonplace thing and make it scary? Yeah, and I mean, you had this note before I wrote it down when you read that quote and this is for sure a a very moffat idea now that i yes. think about it you have yes. do- dolls coming to life to murder people you have a chair that that murders people and what he said what cuz he remembered the warnings about plastic bags yes like yeah plastic killing people is like a very like common thing so yeah it it was just very big moffat vibes from from this story mhm yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, this is this like I, I feel like I, I really wish I had, was more aware of this when Moffat was a galley because I, I seriously would have asked how much was you know or yeah. was it at all you know an influence on it because it takes that idea of you know here's here are mundane everyday items and we are making them scary we are making them terrifying. Um, if we had something a little bit more like terror of the autons, when we had, um, Oh Lord, I can't remember the name of the, uh, Jody episode where it was microplastics. Um, Oh yes. Um, wait, not, I want to say it was Praxis or something like that. No, not Kablam. Yes. I believe it was Praxis. Something like that. Uh, I'm tired, folks. Deal with it. <laughs> um, and uh, but but it it just seemed like it would be such a a logical progression. You know, you've got something like Terror of the Autons, where it's here it is. It's it's big plastics. It's dolls. It's inflatable chairs. It's you know it, giveaway daffodils, whatever. Um, and and it's it's now it's now it's microplastics, and it's just it's everywhere it's so everywhere yeah and i mean the other thing oh sorry no you're fine you're fine go ahead the other thing uh, and he does mention the the plastic bags killing children i mean what do the flowers do they shoot out the they shoot out the plastic that goes over somebody's nose and mouth (laughs) and tries to kill them yeah that's exactly i mean i bet you anything that was robert holmes being like well uh, yeah this is like you know kids sticking plastic bags over their head because plastic bags were new and paper bags don't do this to you or whatever. Yeah. Woof. Uh, yeah. You know, but it, it, it was, it just, you know, there was such like a conscious effort to put into all of this where, where you see these allegories and you see these connections and that that's what good science fiction does is it, it, it lets you look at issues in the real world through the lens of this story or these actions or these people or these, you know, adventures. Absolutely. And, and this story does a great job of it. Yes. 100% does a, does a great job of it. Um, Oh, you know what? Another, another thing, uh, maybe being, uh, wrapping yourself up in a telephone cord and maybe choking yourself to death. That's another, like, random. Oh, my gosh. That was great. Yes. What a Wasn't great that book. just the best? Um, and ladies and gentlemen, say hello Tippy, who has just climbed her way up and is now perched over my computer. Hi, Tippy. We've got dogs. We've got cats. And who is now coming down. I know. It's <laughs> like Ghostbusters here. She's, uh, she's sniffing the microphone. Um, Cute. But yes. What, what you were just saying, yes, the phone cord. Oh, my God. That, I might feel like that is the single greatest cliffhanger 
um, it of was, all Doctor Who. It was very good. And it's, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. It's also crazy because, like, you watch this now, and I, I, I would, I mean, oh, my goodness, I'm about to say, like, in my day, I could see a lot of people, <laughs> I could see a lot of people who are younger than, I guess, us watching this and being mm-hmm. like, what is that? You know, like, what? Is that like a thing people were afraid of? But look, man, my spare room had the longest telephone cord. It was ridiculous. Oh, we had a huge one when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could literally go to the next room with it. Oh, yeah. That was the same with that one. And I think that one that I had was a it might have been a rotary. Wow. Yeah, that was an old phone. I was sad when we got (laughs) I was sad when we got rid of it because it was like, yeah, like, wow, rotary phone. That's crazy. I will I will admit when I saw that scene and I had that thought of like, oh my god, this is the most amazing um cliffhanger. Thank you, cats. Um I I had I had this bonkers idea and I don't I don't know how much effort it would take to do this. It would probably take a lot to actually have an episode where we tried to like rank the greatest cliffhangers. Holy in Doctor holy. Who, right? That would be that would be a tall order. That would be oh boy, that's an interesting concept, and I would be I would be down to revisit that. I just don't know how we would do that because there's so it, much. I know it 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 would take some serious prep work. I am I am uh, I'm down to try that. I don't want to commit to it as much as we did a big finish. In two weeks, but yeah, uh, no, that's I, fine. That's I think fine. we should for sure revisit that because I think that's very interesting. That would make for a very yeah. interesting episode. Hmm. Yeah, actually, I would. I would almost love to uh, get some of our friends and previous guests on for them to make their cases for great cliffhangers, rather than it just be you and me. That's yeah. see, that's an idea. That would be very interesting. That would be fun. Okay. Anyway, well, we'll get the we'll get the wheels <laughs> the wheels moving on that. Um, is there anything else? Any last words before we start hitting some buttons here? Oh my gosh! Um, trying to look really quickly. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okie dokie. I am very excited to hit this button. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. Taylor, I think into episode one, I was like, this is going to go real high on the on the Duggan scale. Mm -hmm. This is going to go real high. Let's see what what we have uh, just off the top of our our head right here. We had um, Joe punching that unit guy. Yeah, she also Joe taking out. The strong man, yes. The strong man, yes. Um, what else? We had many explosions. We had a, a crazy fight at the quarry. Um, we had many, yep. many deaths, many explosions. Oh, the big explosion in the water after they dis they got rid of the bomb. Um, oh yes, yes, yes. And I mean, the biggest one of them all. We had a man who was literally hit by a car tumble all the way down the quarry and get back up like it was no thing. Yeah. We also, we get the doctor jumping out of the HR puff and stuff bus. Yes. Um, and then jumping out of the uh, way of the HR puff, puff and stuff bus. At the end. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yes. Um, there's a lot the man of who, action. Yes. The man who gets in this episode, there are lots of karate jumps. The man who gets karate chopped and falls off of the, the radio tower. Um, man, right. there's a lot, and I, I, I feel very comfortable giving this a ten, the ten out of ten for sure. Ooh, I wow. feel, I feel extremely comfortable. Oh, and then shooting the limbs off of the little troll. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. I, I, I will give you that. And you know what? I, I, in light of all of that, and 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 especially, especially. The stunt, the double, the tumbling down the hill, the 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 take that was not supposed to be a take. Um, yeah. I, I I will agree with you. There we go. A perfect. I will agree with you. Ten. Out Our of second 10. perfect ten. 
Perfect. Love it. I mean, that's awesome. You got, you um, got to give I, it to that guy. He, he got hit by a car. Yeah. Fell down a hill. Yeah. That there is, there's a level where you just have to honor that. Absolutely. You just have to honor that. You know, there, there was one more thing I wanted to mention from the story that I thought was a really, really nice touch was the doctor's use of uh brake light Morse code. Yes. I liked that. I liked that. <laughs> I that when, was clever. When, uh, when the Briggs like, all right, all right, Sergeant Benton, who, uh, shout out to Sar- Sergeant Benton. We always love seeing him. Uh, Absolutely. And he says, read it back to me. And I thought to myself, this is going to be the longest, hilarious message ever. And it was. It was a novel uh, that he read back. <laughs> uh, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Good, good stuff. stuff for sure. Absolutely. I think it's safe to say that we would definitely recommend the story. Oh, 100%. I feel like this is a, even a good standalone. I mean, despite, you know, we introduce the master, we introduce a new companion. I think by itself, it's just it's just a, a fun, campy romp. Oh, definitely. And I think it's a, a very good selling point for the season eight Blu-ray. Oh, absolutely. That will be coming out. I, like seeing this story, I'm like, I want to see all the extras. Oh yeah, that come with this. I'm like, give, give me that Blu-ray and let me consume it. I'm telling you right now, the only selling point they need is we have many angles of this man getting hit by a car. Um, that's that's it. I would buy that immediately. <laughs> fair. And fair. then every, I need the aftermath when someone goes, "Cut! Are you okay?" Yeah, right. <laughs> that's so crazy. All right, let's uh, let's see if we got any change behind this couch, huh? Yep. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the coast. <laughs> All right, Taylor, what do, you, what do we think here? Well, I, there's certainly some moments of tension. There are some near jump scares. Um, you know, you you definitely, even 50 years later, kind of go, oh, you know, our our beloved characters are in danger. Um, Somewhere between the props and the overuse of the CSO, it kind of takes away from that that proper scare factor. Yeah, of like you know, oh, this is a terrifying story. Um, there's great action. Um, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be afraid of my kids seeing this story, right? Because fifty years on, you you're kind of visually disconnected from the action Um, at the time though, you know, I imagine that, you know, people had a reaction to this the same way that, you know, we had a reaction to like weeping angels. It's like, we don't trust, you know, any statue we see anymore. You know, people at that time was like, Oh God, these, this, this plastic bag that I brought my groceries home (laughs) and it's going to get me. Yeah. Basically. You know? Um, So, so yeah, it's, you know, maybe if you got little, little ones, okay, maybe not, you know, there's obviously some gunplay and stuff in here, but, um, and people falling off towers. <laughs> yes. But he got a stretcher team coming. He must've been okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. Honestly, I think, I think there's a, there, there's enough stuff in the story that is, is kind of like over the top and bonkers to kind of detract from the stuff that is supposed to be like terrifying. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right. <laughs> Terror of the Autons. Check it out, people. Definitely. But next time, Taylor. This is, uh, this is me this time. This is it all, is. This is all me, and we're going to be watching Warriors of the Deep, starring Peter Davidson as the Doctor, Janet mm-hmm. Fielding as Tegan, and Mark Strickland as Turlo. It's tearing me apart. I'm not going to play the sound. Ah, hit it. <laughs> all right, fine. It's tearing me apart. There you go. There it is. Uh, it was written by John. I believe it's. Yeah. Is it Brian? Brian? Johnny Brian? I think it's Burn. I think it's Burn. Burn. There it is. Johnny, Johnny Burn. And directed by. No, B R. No, B R Y N E. Oh, I don't know. Brian? Is it probably Brian? Anyways. Yeah. Uh, and it was directed by Pennant Roberts. I was transposing. 
I still a great name. I'm very interested to to see this. I feel like I've been looking at this this serial for a little while, and I'm interested to see how it plays out. Yeah. All right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. Uh, also, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, and also, just go on over to N-O-T-L-G.com. Uh, you can head on over to N-O-T-L-G.spreadshirt.com or patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. But the message remains the same if you have a friend who is an independent artist or a shop that is locally owned. Uh, retweet them. Um, shout it out, shout it out loud any way you can, because, um, you know, they need our help and we should support them. So they stay in business. Definitely. Okay. That's it for us this week. Join us again in two weeks when we talk about warriors of the deep and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. And it is, uh, it aired, oh my goodness, January 1st, oh my god, okay. <sighs> You're excited, I get it. I get it. 23 minutes in. <laughs>